This is episode 20 with Jason Frasca. Welcome to the Appitalize on Your Idea podcast, helping you bring any idea to fruition. Now, here's the guy who makes it all happen while keeping his day job, Justin Escar. What's up, everybody? Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, hope everyone survived the cold from the weekend. Uh, I know it's snowing here the other day, and uh, it's too early for that stuff. It's too early. But uh, super excited about today. Today I have on a friend of mine, Jason Frasca, who is a brilliant, brilliant guy. He's got all these different avenues he's working on. Um, he we actually just started as a professor at Montclair State University, working for Dennis Bone from episode 14, which is pretty awesome. But he's also an Evernote expert and a Google Plus expert. And uh, we dive a little into Evernote toward the end, but I really wanted to talk to him about Google Plus because we talk about social media all the time as entrepreneurs, how to get stuff out there. We Facebook and we tweet it, we Facebook and we tweet it, but we always forget sometimes about some of the other ones that are out there that aren't as necessarily big, but they are very important. Um, for example, if you're in fashion, you need to be on Instagram. If you're in design, you need to be on Instagram. If you're, um, if you're, I don't know, there's reasons to be on Snapchat, I guess. Um, you know, you have to be on the bright platform. If you're doing music, you need to still be on MySpace. I know it's an, it's ridiculous for me to say this in 2014, but you need to be on MySpace if you're in the music industry, if you're doing anything with music. Um, so you need to know what your audience is. And, and today, Jason talks about Google+. And not so much about how to reach a specific audience on Google+, but why Google+, is so important. You know, there's been a, a lot going around that Google+, is worthless. But to be honest, after this listen, after having this conversation with Jason, you're going you're gonna to find out that it's not. You're going to find out that it's very important to the social media structure and that it's needed and you need to use it in order to get your product out there because... Google is a is a finicky finicky beast when it comes to dealing with its own SEO and search engine optimization and and all the things to get yourself listed in Google, which is where we all want to be, right? We all want to be in that first page of Google. Someone searches your name, psh, there you are. You want to be there, and it's hard to be there if you don't know what you're doing with SEO. And Google Plus, according to Jason, is a great way to boost your seo so so take a listen to this uh to this interview with jason frasca and uh i hope you like it what's up everybody here today with a good friend of mine jason frasca uh jason is an evernote expert a google plus expert overall entrepreneur um and i'm really happy to have him on jason what's going on man not much how are you doing today justin thanks for having me on yeah totally um so for those listening at home, Jason and I met at the Launch NJ meetup, um, which has now been changed over to the, I guess, the Summit Coworking Space meetup, but they're still called Launch NJ. It's a lot of things happening. Um, and Jason recently got a job at the Montclair State University working under Dennis Bone, who many of you will remember was on a previous episode of ours talking about the entrepreneurial class, but that's not why we have you on today. We're going to talk to you, Jason, about um, Evernote, and we're going to talk a little bit about Google+, and why people should use Google+, because um, it's a, kind of an unused social media platform, yeah? Yeah, totally underutilized, but incredibly powerful to boost your uh, social media, uh, social proof, boost your SEO, and your uh, blog. 
right. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I know. Oh, there go my dogs. Um, I know people. Who, you know, there's people on both sides of this fence of Google Plus, right? There's people who are like, Google Plus is just not worth it, and then there's people like you who are like, Google Plus is totally worth it and can totally help you. So let's talk about um, a beginning entrepreneur who just started, just launched their website, or just has a new product or something like that. How is Google Plus going to help them? Yeah, Google Plus is going to help with your SEO. You know, right off the bat, and SEO is uh, kind of you know, a challenging topic. It's a big, big topic to wrestle with. SEO stands for search engine optimization. And there's many facets to SEO to get your website ranked high organically in the search results. So everybody would ideally like to rank on page one of the Google search results or any other search engine. But, you know, you want to tackle any platform that will or tools use any tools that will get you there as quickly as possible and I kind of like to live in Google's world you know because Google's the number one search engine that's, that's where we'll go I mean that's that's a big thing to say to live in Google because there's so many people out there that are <clears throat> they're not anti-Google they're just afraid of Google right because they think that Google owns everything at this point yeah, it's true. And and look, they they do and they monopolize things. So you can you can either fear it or or embrace it. So, you know, people like to use Facebook and Facebook tools and that's fine, but you know, there's no benefit to being in uh, you know, having a Facebook page. It doesn't help your website and your blog rank in uh, Google search results. So, do you want to spend your time optimizing your site or or having a Facebook page, or do you want to spend your time on Google Plus, which is going to optimize your site in the Google search results? And that's interesting because I don't think a lot of people knew that, right? I definitely didn't know that the Facebook page doesn't help rank. Um, so, if if face, so what about like some of the other platforms? Where do they where do they hold their clout against the Google Plus page? Yeah, so Twitter, uh, the Twitter stream doesn't um, does not feed into Google. Uh, search results. That's why Google Plus. That's that's the genesis of Google Plus. So the Twitter uh, feeds were cut off from the Google search results, and uh, that's also uh, Facebook cut off Google. This was a couple of years back, and that's why Google Plus created it. So what happens is when you're on Google Plus, everything that you do is a social signal to Google, and influences your rank both personally and for your website how you you know you connect your website to Google Plus and it influences your social signals your social rank to Google and how it should index and influence the search results so for example if you plot it, I'm an ever, I'm into Evernote right so I write about Evernote a lot okay and if I plus one in Evernote post that's a social signal to ever to Google Plus that Evernote is something that I'm interested in or I have a presence in. Okay. If I share an Evernote post, another social signal. If I comment in an Evernote post, another social signal. But if my comment is laced with Evernote words and terms, those are more social signals that are indexed. If I share the Evernote post with lots of words that are laced with Evernote terms, more social signals and so on and so on and so on. So 
everything that is done within the Google Plus ecosystem, they're all social signals. And so you can build up this, uh, you know, it's, it's a semantic web, right? And it's all within Google's, you know, ecosystem and platform indexed and traces back to everything you do. And it does influence and impact how your website and your blog posts, if you share them within the Google Plus ecosystem, how you're, how you're ranking. All right. Well, you just touched on something I want to talk about, the blog post being shared, right? So it's really easy um, for people who are using things like WordPress, which we've, as discussed on the podcast before, the best way to go because it's free and t like 20% of the internet uses it, um, to share into some of these social media systems. Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's just as easy to share into the Google Plus system with like a certain plugin or whatever, yeah? Yeah. So uh, I have a WordPress website. And as I you should. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I agree. Number one platform. Uh, and I have uh, share buttons on my posts. And uh, I share a number of ways for different reasons at different times, but for into Google Plus. But it really doesn't matter whether you hit the share Google Plus button or go directly into the Google Plus uh, platform and add your link. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, but as long as uh, you know, just as long as that link is getting into Google Plus, right. it will connect the dots and you share your post. It will index your post a little bit faster and it will tie everything together and help you, uh, you know, it will index it. And I, I assure you, you have a leg up on someone that is not sharing your content on Google Plus. So just for people who are listening, here's a good, here's another tip I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, going back to the WordPress plugin, <clears throat> there's one particular plugin. I love this plugin. I don't know if you know it, Jason. Called, it's called Next Scripts, the Social Networks Auto Poster Option. We call it Snap. Um, I didn't make it, um, but what's really cool about it is that you can post your your blog entry, and it will auto post it to Twitter and Facebook and Google Plus and LinkedIn and Tumblr and Delicious and a whole bunch of others, um, and it's free. Unless you're doing like, unless you want to publish like 17 Facebook pages at the same time, which you shouldn't do anyway. But <clears throat> it's a free plugin, and it will easily post your blog content into Google Plus, which, according to Jason, would up your SEO rankings, right? Yeah, definitely will help. Now, I, I want to throw a word of caution to that. Okay. Um, so, auto posting to Google Plus, I don't recommend. Okay. Uh, there's a bit of so. The people, the community within Google Plus, frown upon link dumping, uh, and auto posting would be a link dump. So, if you don't manually add some commentary to your post and tell people why they should read the post, uh, add some pithy uh, hooks into the um, into your share. You're not going to get people to plus one your post and then want to reshare your post. So link dumping is, is frowned upon within the community. The community of Google Plus is, is very well self-policed. And there's, no, there's not a lot of uh, spam. There's not a lot of uh, trolling done within the Google Plus community like there are on so many other uh, forums and things of that nature. It's a highly engaged platform. And I will, I will say that the only people that are successful on Google Plus are those that invest time. 
So the success that comes on Google Plus is not without the investment. It's not easy. There, it's not a Twitter. It's not an auto post. It's not a robot. You know, it's not something that you can automate. So uh, I just throw that out there. I don't want anybody to think that it's a magic bullet. I don't want anybody to think it's easy. There is a lot of work that comes with it. But if you do invest the time, you will reap the rewards. So that's that's another. Okay, fine. I'll accept that. Um, I don't know if necessarily people want to hear that they have to put more time into things, but. It's an interesting. It's an interesting methodology saying that like you actually have to put the time into this because like one of the things that I find with at least Facebook, not Twitter so much because Twitter was n never built that way, but Facebook used to be people posting things about themselves or their family, and now recently it's become like which Sex in the City character are you? Which I don't know why I always get I always get Samantha, but um. <laughs> Those things were have I guess maybe because they're so automated. So that stuff has been automated now with the blog post, maybe with Snap or whatever it is, that some people turn a blind eye to it. Um, and I think what you're trying to get at is that if you put the time into Google Plus, you're going to be able to captivate more of an audience that way because of the way that system was built. Yeah, absolutely. It, it look it's a time value proposition for sure, and. If you put the time into it and share other people's posts, comment on other people's posts, they will in turn comment on your post and share your post back and plus one your post. And those plus ones and shares and comments on your post are more social signals to Google that, hey, this is a really great post. People are really liking it. And it will also push your post to the top of the search rankings. So it's, you know, it's the community telling Google that this post is of great value. Right. So just putting it on Google alone, Google Plus alone, does not mean that it is something that should automatically rank high. It's the community that is telling Google that it should rank high. So, you know, there's, and, and that's not going to happen just because you post it. So you do need to work at it. So you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? To, is it, is it worth your time to like things, you know, like silly things on Facebook where there's no SEO value uh, or is it worth your time to establish yourself as a subject matter expert on Google Plus amongst your peers and elevate yourself within a community you know where you're going to get a strong return on your value where you will see uh, engagement and uh, an increase in uh, in visitors to your website where you can see that return in your analytics Okay, so let's talk about then let's talk about how to make this work, okay? Because not always is are um, the capitalizers building a brand for themselves like I have or like you have. Sometimes they want to build a brand for their product, and they have their Gmail account, but they log into Google Plus and it's their personal uh, brand. How do they go about building a brand for their for their product or service? Yeah, so if you if that's the case, you can create a uh, from your personal account, create a Google Plus page. Okay. So the page would be for the product itself. But I would caution that in if you don't have a very strong following on Google Plus yet, I would I would uh, caution against that because people don't connect with brands; they connect with people. Okay. So unless you have a couple thousand people. Let's just say 2,000 as the bar, as the minimum bar. If you don't have 2,000 or more people following you yet, circled you yet, 
I would not create that Google Plus page because they will likely not connect with the brand. They will connect with the person first. So on Google Plus, start with you, the person. Create the following. Create, you know, get involved in the community. Let people understand who you are. And through you, they will understand the brand behind you just as, uh, just through your comments, your shares, and, uh, and you establishing yourself as a subject matter expert. Then once you have a couple thousand uh, people uh, circled you, then you can create that plus page, uh, the, the Google Plus page, and then move from there to establish the brand. All right, so, so that'd be an interesting thing. So I'm looking at mine right now because I don't really use Google Plus, and after this conversation, which is like the last time I talk to you about this, I'll probably start using it. But um, I have 144 followers. So I'm right. assuming there's 144 people who have put me in a circle. Right. Which I don't, I don't know if I like the way that phrases. I don't like being put to things. Um, <laughs> and then I have 5,224 views. Is that people who have viewed my Google Plus page? Uh, that's right. So they have viewed your uh, about page. They, they, so they wanted to check out who you were, what you were about, and what you shared there. And that page is really important because, again, that is part of the semantic web. You can craft a really strong message, a really strong story. It can be pithy, but it, you can have links to your, your really popular blog posts there. You can uh, craft a really important message that you want to communicate. All SEO, uh, optimize, search engine optimized, you know, with your keywords that you want to rank for in that about page for you so that Google will understand what it is that you want to you know, rank for, what you want to communicate, what you want to be known for. And at the same time, when people come and visit you, they'll know what it is that you are about. What's the story you're trying to tell? What's your elevator pitch, right? What's your message? You'll drive traffic to your website just from a good page there. So I'm looking at this. There's a lot happening here. So I see a bunch of stuff that says that I shared it privately. So clearly that's not going to go to the Google search engine. This is mostly like Justin Escar hung out with his friends on a Google Hangout. Clearly that doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. Um, and then I see things that I've, I've shared into groups or, uh, you guys call them communities, right? You're talking about your posts right now, not yeah. your about page, correct? I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my profile. Your profile. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that is posts. Let me go to my about page. Oh, look at this. This shows you when the, like the last time I looked at this, there's a lot of stuff that's probably like out of date. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking. So I was talking about the about page. That's what the views are. So the right. views are going to the about page. Mm -hmm. And that's where you've got to craft that great message story and should be SEO optimized. Kind of like your LinkedIn profile. But your LinkedIn profile is going to be more business-like, whereas your Google Plus is going to be more search engine optimized with link, you know, popular links and things of that nature and can tell a really great story. Right. There's a uh, Stefan Havnanian. He's really uh, very well known on Google Plus. He's... Uh, He's got a great uh, link on how to craft a great message on your about page. I'll get that to you, Justin, so you can share it with your listeners. That'd in, be great. Yeah, yeah. We'll put that in the show notes. Yes. Um, I mean, there's a, so I'm looking at this about page, right? There's like a lot happening here, cause there's, and there's a lot of text on here, which is what I would, I mean, personally, I don't like reading all this stuff, but then I wrote it myself. So um, 
this has to be so i guess we have to build this up yeah because i got a lot of like outdated stuff so this has to be clearly updated so the about page would you say the about page is more important than the post page well no so take a look at my about page just to give you an idea of what one should look like okay and then um at the same time the post page is just what you're sharing okay so that's totally that's a little bit different so the post is exactly what you've done on google plus so it's what you've shared it's what you've posted um, and it's what uh, that could be public or private. You may have only shared something to yourself, which you can do so that no one else sees it. And then you uh, may have what you've shared to circles, what you may have shared to only one other person, which you can do, mm -hmm. uh, and things of that nature, what you've shared to communities, uh, which you've done in communities. So there are public views and private views. Um, when someone, and you can actually toggle that switch so that you can see what it looks like to others versus what you see. Right. So I'm taking a look at your page. You have a very nice cover with your book called Evernote Success. I want to push that real quick. jmf.im slash Evernote Success. If you ever wanted to know anything about Evernote, read, read Jason's book. We'll put the link in the show notes. Um, I don't know, it's, it's a very interesting thing, and I think a lot of people just miss out on the, the power of it just because it, you know, it never came across. Um, it never came across to a lot to a lot of people as a very strong platform. Um, but I think a lot of people that are in that are missing some of the some of what's actually happening because of you know this SEO stuff. I agree. It look it it's a lot of work and it's not a very easy platform to grasp. There's no question. And there's a lot going on. And Google has not made it easy. The barrier to entry is definitely steep. There, you know, I'd be lying if I said anything otherwise. But that said, um, it is incredibly powerful uh, and incredibly useful. And uh, without Google+, I'm certain that my blog would not have uh, taken off the way it did. Right. All right. So let's, we're going we're gonna to shift gears for a bit because I want to hit on one more thing with you because like we said earlier, you're the Evernote expert. Um, just do a give everybody a brief rundown on what Evernote is and like why you know like what we should be using it for. Yeah, sure. So uh, Evernote is a a note taking database that you can store anything in, if you will, anything but video. So if you'd like to simply uh, take notes, you could do that and categorize them uh, to be able to find them quickly by tags or by search. Notebooks are another way to uh, store your information, though notebooks are um, kind of miscommunicated uh, in the Evernote world and often confused in the offline uh, world. Uh, we think of notebooks like school, right? We, we kind of write everything in a notebook, so we would think to have lots and lots of notebooks, but never know uh, we're actually limited in the number of notebooks we can have. Okay. So uh, we actually, in Evernote, you want to actually tag things. So you would use notebooks for the verticals in your life. For example, whatever projects you're working on currently, if you are uh, in business, you would have uh, your current businesses uh, or if you're in specific departments, you may have a specific department. 
Or um, if you have uh, children, you may have a notebook for uh, each child because they're accumulating lots of notes. And if you have specific hobbies. Uh, but you know, you would have, and then you have a general notebook. Then for the more uh, granular topics of your life is where you would put tags and how you would tag things. Uh, so verticals versus granular, uh, notebooks versus tags. That's the high level there. And then as far as what you're putting into Evernote, uh, like I said, you could take notes, write things, but uh, the bigger picture in uh, how Evernote I think is most powerful is the tool they call the Evernote Web Clipper. And that is an extension for Chrome or Safari. And what it allows you to do is clip any web page. Basically, you click a button and it captures the almost any web page, 90-95% of the web pages, and it preserves them in their uh, native form exactly the way you see them on there on your, uh, in your browser. And it allows, the, allows you to add them to your, uh, to your Evernote and preserve them as they are in that moment, but it allows you to add notes to that website. So if you've ever done research and had 50 tabs or 50 uh, web browser windows open and you're trying to do research on a vacation or a business you're trying to open or uh, holiday shopping or car shopping and you've had all these browser windows open or tabs and your browsers are crashing and you can't keep up and you have no way to actually make sense of all the information you're trying to capture, it, this is a game changer for you. Because you can put all those uh, web pages that you're saving into Evernote in with context. You can save them within context by adding tags to them, taking notes while you're saving the web pages. You can highlight the pages with a highlighter. You can mark up the pages while you're saving them and add context into what you were thinking at the moment. And then when you're within Evernote, you can go back and look at them, add more notes. You can share those notes with people. Other people can share your notebooks or uh, the uh, share part of your Evernote environment. And they've recently added um, chatting, uh, communicating within Evernote. So there's a lot of collaborative features. So that's like the, that's a very high level overview of Evernote. Right. So there's some good stuff we talked, you, you mentioned them. One thing is the web clipping, so that way you can, you can easily like share and access these websites. Does the web clipping grab the whole page or only what you see in your browser? You can do, you can do just an article. You can do the full page. You can do sections of the of the web page. You, there's there's several options within the web clipper. They've pretty much thought of everything. That's you can cool. just do bookmarks too. I mean, you can. It's actually a bookmarking tool as well, which is much more sophisticated than share, saving bookmarks on your in your uh, browser. Right, and then you can share those web clips with somebody else. Like, look at this great deal I'm going to get, and send them the the clip or whatever it is. That's right. Um, and then you said it's collaborative, which is a huge thing when you're working in the capitalized world because. Not always is your entire team, you know, next in the next cubicle from you or the next desk from you. You need to be able to share this stuff with other people, and here's a great tool to do it. So, okay, so I'm assuming that this tool is going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, yes, it is $45 a year or $60 a year, depending upon which plan you go to, for the premium, but you don't have to go premium. You could go free. So that's your hundreds of thousand dollars of a year. Free? Free. What do you get with what do you what do you get with premium that you're I'm assuming you're paying you that's the paying forty five or sixty dollars a year. What do you get instead of uh, the free version? 
so free comes with virtually everything. Uh, and for most people, that's enough. The only extra features you get with premium are additional bandwidth per month. So the way Evernote treats bandwidth is how much you can upload per month. I don't, don't remember the exact limits. I think it's 100 megs a month versus a gig a month. I think that's the number. You also get uh, some additional um, collaborative features and uh, so on. I, I don't remember all of the uh, premium features off the top of my head. No, it's fine. But, I mean, for the but most part. You get 90% of the tool free. For free, yeah. And anybody that's starting out, and most people, the free tool is more than enough. We should do like a thing on like free tools for start to start out. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm gonna write that one down. I'll write it, and then you could Google Plus it. Oh, you uh, get the deal. Uh, if I ever download Evernote, we'll collaborate that way with it and stuff like that. All right. You don't um, use Evernote, Justin? I don't. I don't. You did send me an invite like a couple hours ago, but um, I did. I didn't mean to. I was no, just trying fine. to share a note with you. I made a mistake. No, it's fine. And I'm going to check it out. I'm going to I'm going to check it out. I checked it out a while ago, like a long time ago, and I didn't I didn't get it. Um, only because like because I'm a I'm only on my own at the time I was on my own, and I just use the notes app because notes the notes app itself syncs, and all I do is take like text notes. But like the fact that you can clip, you can put pictures and you can clip web components into it which is really where some of its more powerful stuff is. And now with the collaborative chat feature as well, um, it's definitely something, I mean, if, if, you're, if, you are, have, if you have a team of more than one, <laughs> you need to be able to talk to the other people, right? So there's no reason to not use another, to use a free, not to use a free tool like Evernote to chat and keep notes and keep track of things. Um, I mean, it's not a project management tool, but you can, I'm sure you can use it as such, right? You can bend it to, to your will. And it's free. I mean, we love free stuff. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's not a project management tool, though you could, like you said, you can absolutely use it as one if you want to. There's definitely, you know, people use it as a GTD tool, getting things done tool. Uh, there's all sorts of things you can use Evernote for. Uh, there's no questions. It's, it's very flexible. I created a CRM tool out of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Con uh, cons customer relationship manager, for those who don't know what that is. I barely even know what that is. Um, <clears throat> I would just say, I never get it right. I always think CRM is custom something. I know M means management, but I never get it right that it's customer. Um, but, you know, if you can think about how to use it in the right way, and if you don't know how to use it, you can, you can contact Jason, and Jason will help you use it. Um, Jay, thanks so much for being here, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. How can people how can people find you online? Yeah, it's uh jasonfrasca.com, J A S O N F R A S C A.com. And uh What's your that's Google? my website, my blog's there. What's um, your Google Plus. Twitter, Google Plus, yeah. All right. I'm going to link your website and your book and uh, your Google Plus. Dynamite. Dude, awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. What did I tell you? Very important stuff coming from Jason. Uh, so check out his book uh, if you're into Evernote. It's on uh, jmf.in slash the book, I believe. We'll have the, sh we'll have the link in the show notes. And um, 
understand the, the necessity for the Google Plus, right? Because you, like we said earlier, this it's the easiest way to get into your rankings. You want to get up there, um, and and take some of his take some of his points because he he's very big into Google Plus and he has made his Google Plus work for him for his Evernote stuff and he is now like known as the Evernote guy so it's really important that you you take Jason's advice so that's it for this week's episode I hope everyone has a great week comes up with something brand new this week um I have big stuff happening for me as well so I'm gonna be busy doing my conference and my new app and like all this stuff's happening and if you want to check me out live I'm gonna be at the uh I'm gonna be at there's a meetup called launch nj and it's going to be in summit on december 3rd sorry i was just pulling up my notes december 3rd yeah launch nj and i'm going to be there doing Appitalized live uh talking to you guys teaching you guys the tips and the tricks and stuff like that so come check that out if you want it's on meetup i'll throw that in the show notes also and uh you know leave us a review send me an email love them love all that stuff so thanks so much guys for listening and we'll see you next week